0: Host Beth Ann.
3: And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. I've had a busy morning. I've been doing a lot of research. (laughs) Well, I do every morning, but this time it was a little more intense. And I have something kind of fun to bring to you. And it took me a little bit of work to get her done. And so I will do that here in just a little bit. I think it'll be fun. Daniel will join us and instead of the second segment today he's going to join us in the third segment, and so we're looking forward to that he's a busy man fighting for us, you know it he really really is let's go to the Lord in prayer and let's think about as we enter this uh time of a weekend that we can uh have some fun we've got graduations and such going on and and uh let's just remember all those that are just starting out in this world and What are we leaving for them, huh? For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we come before you. As a body of believers across this great nation, perhaps we are few in number, but Father, you are above all. You are the most powerful, omnipotent, omnipresent. And I don't know how, but Father, you always seem to be patient, waiting for us to Come to our senses, forgiving us as we repent. Father, we cannot ignore what's happening in this nation, and it grieves our souls, and yet we know we are somewhat responsible because we have stayed silent, we have stood in fear, we didn't want conflict, and we have allowed people to die. We're allowing children to be abused. Father, forgive us. Help us to be strong and courageous, regardless of the cost, that we might bring others to you. In all things, let us show love, Father, even though in our anger, even in our anger, may it be a righteous anger. And may all that we do glorify you. I ask for your protection over Donald J. Trump and all those who, Father, are trying to seek and do what is right for this country and are being persecuted. I pray for those who are in prison right now with the J. Sixers. Father, I pray for them. Many of them are innocent of what they have done, and those who are guilty do not deserve to be ignored, for the rule of law to be exempt from them. Lord God, I pray that in all the battles, and all the struggles, in all the trials that we have in this life, that we will not give up, but draw closer to you. It is in Jesus' name for such a time as this that I pray, amen. Well, it's been a week, hasn't it? The old revelations are old things that we thought have been confirmed by, you know John, we found John Durham, and we paid him a lot. <laughs> we paid well for what he gave us. I'm a little disappointed just because I knew it was going to be that way, but he didn't think anything should change, just that they should you know slap him on hand, do stop a stop doing what you're doing and obey the law. <laughs> well, they're not going to. the FBI whistleblowers were before Congress yesterday or before the committee. And, of course, they were disrespected by the Democrats. But the Democrats disrespect pretty much everyone who isn't useful to their narrative. This nation is in deep trouble, America, and I know you know that. Leading the pack of perverts in pain are the Democrats. Unfortunately, there are Republicans behind them. The Democrats demonize everything that is good, God and prayer That's bad. Satan in the schools, oh, that's good. That's freedom of speech. Women are now without any identity. Can you identify a woman? Do you know what a woman is? Can you describe one? No. Maybe they should ask some 7th grade boy. We've, uh, We've gone from criminal abusing children to now it's okay to abuse, rape, and torture children. To make them eunuchs. Free speech is hate speech. Truth is misinformation. Lies are good for their narrative. And remember back in the day when they were saying, and this was kind of during the hippie time, your truth, my truth, we all have our own truth. No, there is only one truth. Only one truth. And now we're, well, it's been going on for a long time, but it's heating up with this reparations. Apparently reparations is the new panhandling. But they don't want to work for it by standing on the street corner. They want to fall and want it to just fall into their bank accounts. How fast do you think that money, that reparations will last in any of those hands? They say when somebody wins the lottery it doesn't last very long. They blow it. And I thought we were told that their looting and such was their reparations. So will they continue to ransack and loot if they get millions of dollars? Are they going to continue to destroy America? Yeah, they will. Well, remember after the Civil War, and I'm not saying this, I, I don't mean it in an ugly way. Because land is worth something. But it was four days After or later, on January 16th, in 1865, when Sherman issued a special field order, number 15, which commanded that 400,000 acres of property be confiscated from the Confederate landowners by redistributing to black families in 40-acre plots. By June, the land had been allocated to 40,000 acres of a total of 4 million freed slaves. They were each to get 40 acres. What if we did that today instead of these millions of dollars? What if we gave them some land? That wouldn't suffice. You know, land was was wealth. Land was, you could take care of yourself. You could grow a garden. You could take care of You could build a house. And they don't want that. They don't want that at all. Something else this week that I read about cannabis. Our government wants to allocate or decriminalize cannabis, marijuana, everywhere. Now we have people with pronouns, Rudy, and some of them, like one person, wants to be called them and they. Well, I read that there's been studies, and cannabis, they believe, is causing schizophrenia. And it's higher among the men than the women. And it says that early frequent cannabis users is associated with increased risk of developing schizophrenia. And I want you to think about that. I'm not being silly with it. And I wasn't really trying to be silly with the land, other than I know that they didn't keep their promises then, and they don't intend to keep their promises now. It's all a bunch of air, hot air. But perhaps that explains these pronouns of some of these kids that are people that want to be called them and they as if there's more than one of them. I don't know. A nation is sick. How can we heal it? Well, God has that answer, doesn't he? But we just seem him to keep ignoring it. I saw this just as I came on the air. This is just a title. The North Dakota DA reduces the charges for the man accused of killing a Republican extremist teenager by running over him. Well, that wasn't so bad. Was it? But that hero, that Marine, they're going to throw the book at him. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. Do we have returned You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Okay, I'm gonna hold off on my little surprise because Daniel surprised me. He's coming in here early today. Well, actually it's on time. Daniel, how are you doing today?
1: I just like to keep your programming on its toes, you know? Keep
3: like, me on my toes, yeah. Keep me I, on my toes. Somebody <laughs> has to. That's the only way I can get any height, you know, is on my tippy toes. What's going on? We've had a busy week, have we not?
1: We, you know, we, we always have busy weeks. I, I wish things would eventually calm down, Beth Ann, but they, oh, never, I do too. They, they never seem to. Um, you know, the, the thing that's on my mind, and I'm thrilled to talk to you and your audience about it, and I tweeted it just earlier. You know, our president's in Japan they're with all the G7 leaders, and of course, two big things are on their mind. Uh, climate change because everything is climate change, and the war in, in Ukraine. And both of them are very much tied to the same thing, which is energy. And, and I saw this report that they kept using in Japan. They, they want to starve the Russian army. We want to starve the Russian army. Wow. And I said, great. What's the best way to starve the Russian army? Is to, to bankrupt them, right, to, 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 to take away their cash flow. What's right. the best way to do that? drive down the price of oil, what's the only way to do that? Produce more here in America. If we produced at our 2019 levels, oil prices would probably drop by around 35 to 40 percent. And Vladimir Putin would be out of money. And with no money, he can't have his army in the Ukraine. And the war would end. But that would mean fossil fuels came to the rescue. We'd also, as which your audience is well aware of, we'd also lower all of our costs domestically we'd lower inflation domestically food and goods and services and gas and everything else would become cheaper but that would mean fossil fuels come to the rescue and joe biden cannot let fossil fuels be the hero of this story so despite all the rhetoric that we're going to work for america and we're going to build an economy from the bottom up and middle out and all those things he says despite all his ukraine emojis and i stand with the people of ukraine it's all a lie He stands for a radical green agenda because fossil fuel production in America would solve both of these issues, but he will not allow that to happen. So where does Joe Biden stand? He stands with the radical greens, and that's why we are in the pickle we are in.
3: He stands with China.
1: (laughs) Oh, definitely.
3: You know, because he he vetoed that. He's not going to punish China in any way, shape, size, or form. We're going to get... As many products, especially the green ones from China, as possible, because it's okay if they have slave labor and they abuse children and and uh, and murder um other people it's okay as long as we can keep giving um, them work
1: and and, just, and that's where we sometimes we fight a little bit with with the 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 free market libertarians who who have blasted power of the future and said, how could you possibly be in favor of tariffs? We don't want tariffs. We want a free market. And the only problem with that, and I agree with that, in in principle, I agree with that, but it is predicated on the belief that all the actors in this equation are honest actors. And China is not an honest actor, as you said. Why are we subsidizing their slave trade by allowing them to import their products into our country? so so you tell me tariffs are bad for the free market i tell you having eight-year-old girls work 16-hour days is bad for for the economy too um so so yeah i i am all in favor of tariffing up the wazoo as many tariffs as possible on everything made in china because it is made with slave labor it is made with atrocious environmental standards Um, with reckless abandon for for anything good and noble that we stand for. So why would I want
3: their products in our
1: country? But yet Joe Biden stands with the people of – he stands with the Communist Party of China.
3: Absolutely. And, you know, there are those here that don't want to do any of the – we won't call them terrorists. We'll call them boycotts. Because innocent people get hurt when you boycott a company, so they're upset. And it's certain conservative hosts that really preach this. You know, we shouldn't be boycotting Bud because other people get hurt when you boycott Bud. And, you know, when you boycott a company, then other people get hurt. But there, I've got uh places here where they're, and I didn't realize, and unfortunately I went to Target the other day, so i got to find another place to go. We're going to boycott Target again. Boycotted yes. Target a few years back whenever they went woke with the uh, – they didn't call it woke back then, but they were making the Yuna uh, bathroom where the men could go into the women's bathroom until somebody got assaulted. And then, then Target thought, oh, maybe we shouldn't do that because we might get sued and it cost us money. But this stuff is – free market is the consumer making, making the choices.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And – i understand that people at bud that didn't make that decision are going to get hurt and some of these other companies but hopefully other companies will grow and need their help
1: and <laughs> we Absolutely. can go into them and, and you know, know what i look at it the same way as we say look what's happening overseas is is a disaster and 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 america has to stand up for for what is right And so we're going to send our young boys uh, uh, off to war and some of them are going to die. And you say, well, that's not fair. World War Two. Why? Why is this 18 year old kid dying on Normandy? He didn't do anything right. He didn't do anything wrong. It's like, yep, Mm -hmm. there are there are real damages when, when you go to war and the culture wars are real. So I am sorry for the Bud Light distributor who's getting hurt by that. I really am but but we are in a culture war and and there are going to be victims of it but the other thing is that we didn't start the culture war they did and by responding to it we're hopefully hoping to end it uh, i get very tired of when people say you know we can't boycott these things that's not that's not the way we are and we can't it is the, the american way <laughs> i didn't launch a culture <laughs> war beth and you didn't launch a culture I war i did you not. target to buy a towel and the next thing you know you're inundated <laughs> by transgender activism. How is that your fault? so it, no, you we're know, not we're, it, we're, we're not the victims here. we're the good guys
3: It's ridiculous what's going on, and that's the only voice that the American people seem to have. We certainly don't have one in the FBI We certainly don't have one in the Democrat Party. they're not a voice and I'm going to rewrite um this uh this old speech from um uh, oh i I lost her name. <laughs> it was a black woman back in the day um. And uh she had a funny name. But I'm gonna rewrite that speech because she said, Ain't I a woman? And that was back in the day when they were fighting uh um uh, trying to get uh the blacks in to vote and the women were trying to get their vote, the women were trying to it was women's suffrage and all that. And it was a famous speech and I said, Well, I'm gonna write it over and say he ain't a woman because I'm tired of this stuff. And it's the only it's only women that can't be defined. And if the consumer can't can't speak with their dollars then we have no we have no speak left because absolutely. nobody's representing us
1: no absolutely and that's why we have to we have to support those good companies that are made in America that use american products and american Amen. labor and we have to forego and it's going to be hard and it's going to be painful i've talked about this before sometimes you need things for the farm you need things and you look and look and look for something made in America and sometimes you can't find it or if you do it's it's 9 dollars more and you say boy I wish it weren't doesn't matter you have to do it like that is that is the sacrifice we have to make for these wars for the culture wars I'm with you 100% and again I am sorry for the beer distributor who is is suffering because he's just trying to run his business and the Bud Light boycott is hurting his business. I get it, buddy. You did nothing wrong and you are a true victim here. But that doesn't mean it, we should be quiet and let these companies trample on our values, on our children, um, um, because, and, and get away with it. There have to be consequences. And if we don't spend our dollars, um, then, then there are no
3: consequences. Sojourner was the name of the woman who did that speech. It's famous. And uh
1: Sojourner Truth.
3: Sojourner Truth, yeah. Isn't that amazing? Truth. <laughs> it's very rare yes. today. <laughs> but yeah, that's who did that. And you know, it's um I like how you started out with this segment about energy being the answer to everything. People are are um, are hurting right now. And so I think tempers and things are just maybe a little more heated. And, and you know, I was thinking about this boycott stuff this morning as I was getting ready for work. And I'll go, well, what are you going to do? I mean, I got mad at Cole. I'm, I've forgiven them now. So I can go back to Cole's <laughs> because they've sort of been behaving, but I don't know what they've got on their shelves because I haven't been in there for a while. But then you're only, you can always order online. And then what are you doing? You're giving Amazon all the, <laughs> Yep. <laughs> I mean, we're kind of stuck to what What can we do, where can we go? And I, I am trying desperately to find all these American-made companies and get them on board with me. You know, Daniels, they think I'm too, I'm too big for the small guy, and I'm too little for the big guy. So I really, I need some prayers out there that people will just recognize that CSE Talk Radio is the forgotten American. We're the ones that you need to be advertising with. We're the ones who want to buy American-made. So show us your products. Tell us the story. And, uh, and, 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 and the energy sector is the answer to pretty much all of this um, as far as our inflation and all of that goes. It's, it's on purpose, and it just makes me mad. But we're going into a weekend, so we all get to rest, right?
1: <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Beth. And thanks for being a voice for rural America.
3: Oh, God bless you, Daniel. I appreciate all that you do. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're going to talk about those D.C. occupiers in a little different way. Do you remember the big old banker bailouts? Well, I found something. We're going to throw it at you. We'll be right back. listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. So yesterday we were having um, they've got a, a local radio program around early contests that they do periodically and in this contest they were talking about what do you keep in your junk drawer and it, the prize is $500 I could use $500 so Rudy and I try to follow this contest we haven't won yet. We got in once. but So we're looking at What's in our junk drawer here in the office? And as he pulls out of the junk drawer, it's a deck of cards. And this deck of cards is from back in 2008 when they had the great bailout, banker bailouts. Do you remember that? Now, I know it's not Thursday. Thursdays are throwback Thursdays. So we're just going to call it, I don't know, Forever Career Politicians Friday or something. But it's the bailout bandits is what this is called. So my... my my research this morning was looking up every one of these that they had on the cards. So as I got started doing that, and, uh, this goes back a bit, a bit. I don't know how many of you remember this, but this goes way back in 2008. And it was, it was a big <gasps> to everyone because these people voted to take your money and give it to the rich bankers. Who was president at that time? It was uh George W. Bush. He was president. And let me see. I've got I've <laughs> got some of these some of these people actually didn't vote. But Richard Cheney and they have a little comment on the cards here. And under Richard Cheney they say <laughs> needs no explanation. Under George W. Bush they go fool me once shame on shame on you fool me Can't get fooled again. The American people weren't fooled again, Mr. President. We knew exactly where they sat. And, of course, Alan Greenspan was the former Fed chairman at that time. So I'm going to go through these as to who voted to spend your money. So have a little patience with me here. And let it be known, as I have said, if there's one thing Republicans and Democrats can agree on, it's spending your money. So who was it that wanted to give away your money into the rich banker's hands well nancy pelosi democrat and you all know her and i looked this up and it says this is under her bio so this is what i think of career politicians a powerful voice for human rights in china over 35 years did you get that a powerful voice for human rights in china Over 35 years combating climate change. (laughs) Over 35 years fighting for full equality? What? I thought it was equity. This must be an old bio. Over 35 years of expanding affordable health care. Wait a minute. It hasn't even been there for 35 years. Over 35 years of leadership in HIV and AIDS. How did she lead that? I mean, was she passing out the virus or what over 35 years of results of san francisco uh, what kind of results are in san francisco right now <laughs> okay then there was harry reed also a democrat we all know harry reed now he passed away in 2021 but harry reed's the one that just come flat out and told you it's okay to lie as long as you get what you want now This guy, when we looked it up, we go, wait a minute, he's running for president. But no, 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 no. He's the father of the man who's running for president, which is Chris Sununu. This is John H. Sununu, his father, an American politician. Yes, he was a Republican. And he voted to bail out the banks with your money. So do you think that Chris would be any different? Jack Reed, a Democrat, career politician, 32 years as a politician. He served in both the the House and the Senate. Okay. Elizabeth Dole. Now, you remember that? She's, she's that other guy's wife. She voted to give the rich people your money. Mel Martinez, and she's a Republican. Mel Martinez, a Republican career politician, served in Florida. He voted... He's a Cuban-American, by the way. But he voted to give your money to the bankers. Christopher Dodd, a Democrat, also voted to give your money to the to the bankers. Bob Corker, that's quite a name, Corker, Republican, voted to give your money to the bankers. Robert Bennett, also a Republican, voted to give your money to the to the bankers. Chuck Hagel from Nebraska, also a Democrat, voted to give your money to the big bankers. Spencer Bacchus. Spencer Bacchus, a Republican, voted to give your money to the bankers. Robert Casey Jr. Well, guess what? He's a Democrat, voted to give your money to the bankers. Evelyn Bay, I'm sorry, Evan Bay. He uh, was a Democrat, also voted to give your money. Tom Carper, he was, uh, let me see, he is a, some of these are still serving. He's a Democrat, but they made sure that they said he has conservative points. He's a moderate. Laugh out loud. And this man is deceased, a Republican, one of the highest-ranking rhinos that we knew in his day, John McCain voted to give your money, especially yours in Arizona, to the big bankers. And he had waged a war against the Tea Party in Arizona. Those who voted not to give your money to the bankers was Ron Paul. He's registered as a Republican, but he was a Libertarian or an Independent. Jim Bunning. Jim Bunning was a, let me see. Did I get his, uh, yes, he's re, he's deceased, but he was a Republican. He voted to, uh, save your money. James Inhope, James Mountain Inhope, Inhope is a Republican and he voted to, uh, save your money for you. There wasn't enough of them though, you know, we did bail out those guys. This is a Democrat, Marcy Captur. Uh, Republican, Daryl Issa. Shelby Richard Shelby, a Republican, voted to keep your money, voted against the bailout. Brad Sherman voted against the bailout, a Democrat. Mike Crapo, I remember that name, a Republican, just because it's a memorable name, a Republican, voted against the bailout. Zach Womp, a Republican, voted against the bailout. John Tester, a Republican, I'm sorry, Democrat, voted against the bailout. And Dennis Kucinich, a Republican a Democrat who voted against the bailout. It was kind of 50-50 in what we had listed. That was not near the 200 and some that are in. Uh, no, there's more than that. It's 400 and some that are in the uh, House of Representatives. I guess you can't have that big a deck of cards. But it was always those rhinos that vote against you, America. It's always the rhinos. And that is why. Yesterday I started this, and we finished it yesterday afternoon. The D.C. occupiers. They occupy D.C. offices and spend their time cutting deals. Our tax dollars, we all know, they are out to steal. They wear their suits. They don their ties. They fill the house with all their lies. They meet with lobbyists whose morals are the shoddiest. But the art of their deal is for our money to steal. Their greed has mounted, infractions so plenty they can't be counted. An unsustainable debt, their usurpations are without regret. The career-to-career politician statesmanship has no appeal. Their pretend legislation, our freedom doth steal. We the people grow leery, we trust nary a one... Is there any wonder why they want to take our guns? We the people now suffer. Will our republic recover? Their lies will soon fail, and yes, truth will prevail. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, part time poet, full time talk show host. (laughs) And we'll be right back.
0: Flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients, and it's alcohol free too. It's Vine to Bar Chocolate. Order some today at vine That's VINETOBAR dot com. Cold shipped to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar Chocolate, visit us at VineTobar dot com.
3: We have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. So, just a few minutes ago, before I went on the air, as I was going on the air, Tim Scott has now thrown his hat in the race and the Republican Party to run against President Donald J. Trump. And it just kind of irritates me. I really like Tim Scott. I'm not necessarily a Nikki Haley fan. Vivek Ramaswamy, I really like what he has to say. I'm not sure he's presidential material yet. But I really like him. Asa Hutchinson, no. He's a rhino. No way, Jose, would I be voting for him. So we've got those that have thrown their hat in. But I've noticed that they never, ever, ever, ever mention Perry Johnson. He's got all these commercials on the air. He's a businessman. He's funding his own campaign. He's going to try and run for president. And I told Rudy I'd like to get him on the air And I'd like to ask him a few questions, as I would Donald J. Trump, President Trump. I would love to have him on the air. Let me be your town hall. I don't maybe have as big a listening audience as CNN, but then again, maybe I do. And I am the one who you need to be talking to, and we are the ones who need to be asking the questions because it's our vote that you want. Right? This business guy doesn't know rule America. Perry Johnson, I kind of like what he has to say, but he can't just run on two cents to save America. He's going to have to know how to get out of this, how to end this war over there in Ukraine. He's going to have to know how to fix this inflation. He's going to have to be a positive in the energy sector. He's going to have to be a Christian. He's going to have to be some things that really turn this country back around or save this republic. Now, With all that said, I would say, regardless, boycott the Democrat Party. Never, ever, 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 ever vote for another Democrat. Never. That's just me. I know I have some Republicans that disagree with me, and that's okay. I'm not going to boycott them for disagreeing with me. (laughs) This came from a friend, and he sent it forwarded on to me. It's written by someone named Gary Bauer. Now, Gary Bauer used to be in politics. Uh, he's still an advocate for electing more pro-family, pro-life, American-first conservatives. So he talks in there about the FBI corruption. So I'm just going to kind of read what he has sent to me. This is a man, and of course he's, a, he's asking for donations as they support these pro-life, pro-family, pro-America-first conservatives. I don't know if he supports Trump or not. But he says the House Select Committee on the Weaponization of the Federal Government heard critical information testimony yesterday from the whistleblowers from the FBI. These men are heroes, speaking of the uh, whistleblowers. They are decorated veterans who served in Iraq and Afghanistan. They served in local law enforcement. They prosecuted child sex crimes and protected us from terrorists. And right now, the Democrat Party is supporting child sex crimes. That's my two cents. Every now and then I'm going to throw my two cents in. But for having the courage to report their abuses, the clear abuses of the politicization of the agency to their superiors, they have been severely punished. Well, you see, there's no honor the Democrat way. That's my little two cents. They have been denied their rights and they have been punished for being truthful. It says here that um, one of the most egregious abuses that the whistleblowers exposed is how the FBI, under pressure from the Biden White House, was inflating domestic terrorism. You know, he's really good at inflating things. In other words, he said, consider this. There were two abuses with 140 people that traveled from the Boston area into the Washington, D.C. on January 6th. But they claimed all 138. Only two were abusive. Only two committed any kind of a crime. But the government, the FBI, named all 140 domestic terrorists. And that's how they did that. And then the Democrat that are on the committee are allowed to question. They went after these people. And they were belligerent. They were terrible how they treated him, And right off the bat, the Democrat that made the opening statement for the Democrats, which I think is just ridiculous, but anyway. She said, this hearing is evidence that MAGA Republicans are a threat to the rule of law in America. Oh, really? Did you see the Durham report? This is defund the police on steroids. And who was it that wanted to defund the police? It was the Democrat Party. But you see, they never seek truth. And they never want to listen to an opposing or an opinion that is not the same as theirs or does not follow their ideas. Now, I'm going to move forward because we're going to run out of time. So, of course, then, uh, the one and only, what is her name? I have lost it. Uh, Wasserman Schultz. She talked about immigration and how, how the migrants... I know, I wrote all over this, how the migrants, we need them to come in here and we should stop complaining about it because we need them to pick our crops. Well, let me explain something to you, and I'm really rushing through this, but they are not migrants. I remember when I worked for Derry Brownfield, and he had a good friend that was in the pecan business. Well, there wasn't too many people around here that knew a whole lot about pecans, and he hired migrant the same person every year to come in to help with his crop. That person was brought in here legally there was all kinds of red tape pi- paper t- paper trails every kind all kinds of things he had to sign and promise that he would do for this migrant. They were to have housing clean housing they were to have uh certain uh i mean they were treated like royalty. Better than the ones in the house, probably. These are not migrants. Migrant is a fake word that they're using. They're trying to change the language. These are illegal aliens. They're coming across the border. They're breaking the law. And the Democrats that are running this country right now, Biden and all that, those that are with him, are breaking the law. They're breaking federal laws. So, when this other woman gets up and says that they're breaking the rule of law, no, you're breaking the law. In everything that you do, you're breaking the law. They are not migrants. It gets under my skin, have you noticed? They are not migrants. He goes on in here and he talks about the green energy. He talks about how Biden vetoed the Chinese solar panels to uh, restrict that, to put tariffs on them. He vetoed that because he doesn't want to punish China. Viva la China is what he says. That's me. But you see, Marxism—it takes in all these things that are, we know are immoral, and it lifts them up to make them good, and it calls evil good, and good evil. We're in trouble, America. It is lunacy. And we are in trouble. And there's only one way. And that's for us to start boycotting the Democrat Party, start boycotting these corporations, start getting on our prayers, on our knees, and bring America home.
4: I'm home.